Set a spark to your integrated business and marketing strategies with America's top entrepreneurs and business leaders here at Integrate and Ignite with your host, Lori Jones. Welcome to the Integrate and Ignite podcast. Sam Shepler is a filmmaker turned entrepreneur with nine years of experience in B2B video marketing. Sam founded his first company, Skyscope, a B2B video marketing agency in 2012 and sold it to Matter Communications, a national PR agency in 2016. In 2018, Sam was at it again and found his current venture, Testimonial Hero. Currently used by over 100 clients worldwide, Testimonial Hero is a global B2B video testimonial creation service. The company's mission is to make world-class customer storytelling effortless so B2B revenue teams can establish trust faster with new prospects, accelerate the buyer journey, and drive more revenue. Thank you, Sam, for appearing on the Integrate and Ignite podcast. Thanks, Lori. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here. I tell you, I am so excited to chat today. Uh, this is video marketing to begin with is something that is so relative to everything that we do day to day. But you add the testimonial component into it and it just creates so much authenticity and a great, great way to really move people through the funnel and and shorten the decision-making process. And this is where we're really going to roll up our sleeves today and get down to the nitty gritty on how video and how testimonials can really accelerate the sales process. Now, your goal is to really harness the voice of the customer, the customer voice to communicate value. Let's talk fundamentally more about why that is so important. Absolutely. You know, I think the, the, the key thing is that as prospects or as buyers, you know, we all want to hear from other customers, right? You know, as, as good as you know, the, the marketing content that, that we can all put out as marketers is, it's, it's always going to kind of be taken with a, a little bit of like a grain of salt compared to hearing directly from a real customer. So it's, it's just the, the credibility is just unsurpassed. And then there's some practical benefits too. I mean, I personally love the fact that, you know, if I'm creating a content piece, it could take me weeks to get the script, you know, perfect for where right. I'm, where I'm ready for it to go public, right? Uh, however, if I'm talking to a customer, I just have to figure out, you know, ten or so questions to ask them. They provide all the content; it's uh, it's perfect. So, it, you know, in addition to it, it just being a really good fit for what prospects, you know, actually, you know, want and appreciate. There, there are some real practical benefits on just the the logistical side as well. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And especially when it comes to, well, this uh, goes for, you know, both B2B and and consumer product. At the end of the day, a lot of people are very, very interested in what other people have to say. And a review, the written form is relative. It can be very, very compelling, but it does not have the authenticity that video testimonial ultimately provides which I believe is one of the great benefits for B2B marketers in particular. You've, you'll see a lot of consumer products these days also showing video, but you just can't get it done at the level from a testimonial standpoint that B2B marketers can. Absolutely. And, you know, it, it's, it's funny because, you know, at certain points, uh, you know, as buyers, uh, we, we sort of become 
oversaturated with, you know, and to some extent with like just written reviews, I think in, in the B2B space, because, you know, we've all been in this situation or, you know, are aware that, you know, some of these written reviews, you know, they're often, you know, something that, you know, we as marketers kind of, you know, wrote and asked the customer to sign off on. And, you know, while the customer wouldn't have agreed to it if they didn't genuinely feel that, it's, as you said, it's it's very different. There's a there's way more social proof uh, in a customer willing to put their real, you know, face on camera, not to mention just the emotion that you can get uh, from, from a story in, in video form. Yeah, which is why customer storytelling is so important for all of those key points that you just mentioned. Absolutely. There are a lot of marketers out there that are very, very busy each and every day, and they look at video content as a hurdle. But you have really come up with a very distinct way in which it can be simplified. And that is where we're going to focus our discussion. Where do you start? Absolutely. So the first, I mean, I think that the great thing is that, you know, the simple video content is becoming way more accepted. Uh, you know, maybe five years ago, people were, you know, hesitant to, you know, marketers were hesitant to produce something because they felt it had to be perfect. But just, you know, the, the, the kind of technological and social shifts that have happened, you know, everyone having a smartphone that shoots quite good video, everyone having a webcam has just really, you know, both lowered the bar to actually producing customer video, uh, but also, you know, made just a wider spectrum of quality, you know, more appropriate, frankly, and, and more accepted. So, you know, if, if, if someone was going to ask me where to start, I would say, you know, that the, the simplest thing you can do is, is just get a customer uh, on a Zoom call, uh, on a video call and, and, you know, ask them, you know, 10 great questions, record it, have a, uh, edit it yourself or, or, or have a professional editor edit it. And, and there's ways to go up from there in, in quality. And, and that's sort of, you know, what, what we do. But the, uh, if you were just getting started, I mean, as long as you know what to ask uh, your customer, you can simply just do an awesome Zoom call recording. Yeah. And, and I think there's so many ways to use testimonials, right? You know, it could be, you know, in our situation as a part of a pitch, you can use it to help close a deal. You can use it for day-to-day testimonials. Uh, you can use it as training internally. There are all sorts of ways that a brand can utilize it. And you bring up an interesting point regarding quality. I believe even more so today than ever that the more slick, the less authentic that it is and could possibly make someone even question really the validity of it, that it's just too canned. How do you navigate that fine line between making something that is very authentic and very high quality versus something that is too slick? Yeah, that's that's a great question. It's it's something that I've actually thought quite a lot about. You know, I think, you know, the, the first thing is it's it comes down to the customer who's testifying, right? And, you know, is their presentation, you know, is it conversational or, you know, are we as marketers uh, trying to script them too much, right? Right. So I think, you know, regardless of the, you know, because 
they're, they're not, you know, mutually exclusive. You know, I've seen low, you know, fidelity videos that feel very fake. And I've seen extremely, you know, $100,000 productions of testimonials that feel very authentic, right? So I think, you know, step one is, uh, is it, you know, done in a, in a, with a process that is like a real natural conversation, which I would absolutely recommend, like, you know, never script a customer, right? It, it just, it's just not worth it. Um, right. And so, so, so that would be the first thing is, you know, what is the presentation of the actual customer? The second thing is, does the production quality and does the production techniques kind of follow the most uh, kind of modern and, you know, kind of cutting edge styles? Because, you know, we've all seen that we, we all have like a, a kind of perception of what like a bad 90s corporate video is yeah you know, with like a fake plan and you know very and it, there's just a certain look to it you know and, and that can still be high quality but it just comes across as very dated so the second question i would ask is like you know if you're going to do this in a really high quality with great cameras which is again another thing that we do and we always ask ourselves is like how can we bring you know a fresh kind of aesthetic to this really kind of push push the limit, make it a little bit edgy so it doesn't have that dated feel, even if it's uh, technically speaking, you know, very high quality. Right. I believe uh, the number is 9% of B2B buyers consider content us untrustworthy. So coming up with the correct setting, the right mix of production quality the right customer testimonial is very, very important. Absolutely. And I, I think for a while, I mean, we kind of thought all about, okay, testimonials are just a checkpoint that we include in the decision-making process. And that was a, you know, kind of the old way of thinking. And now to your point that like, you know, only, yeah, it's like just 9% of, of B2B buyers find just like, you know, vendor content to be trustworthy which was a study by, by Gartner, it's like we need to kind of inject more customer voice throughout the buyer journey just to frankly build that connection when everyone is so distracted. There's a lot of, there's a lot of noise. And so people's attention spans are being pulled in, in different directions. But, you know, real customer voice, whether, you know, real customer voice just really cuts through that. Uh, and right. that's honestly like some of the some of the most valuable, you know, kind of parts of it. Right. And, you know, the more information that is available through the buyer journey, the better. And as buyer habits change and they are, have gone through a drastic change uh, amongst COVID right now, as they have changed, people seek out ways of gaining detail, additional insight, really validation in different ways. And as we've proven, video is a piece of that. What advice do you have for those brands out there that want to produce video testimonials, but they have difficulty getting clients to agree either due to the competitive landscape or it's an edict by corporate uh, that they're not allowed to do them? Yeah, no, that's that's a great question. So I have a couple kind of, you know, both strategic points on around that uh, that are more philosophical as well as a few just straight up, you know, tactical suggestions. To start with the 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 tactical tips, one thing is, you know, if you're in a situation where it's hard to get a customer to agree, 
you know, one thing you can do is uh, think about the sort of uh, permission level of, of the video and you can say, all right, understand that you don't want to make this public. Fine. That's, that's totally cool. What if we were to produce this and only use it with qualified buyers? Good so that's point. The, yeah, so that's that that can really help solve a lot of situations. And then the other another tactical suggestion is okay, you know, totally understand that you're you're it's against your policy to give endorsements. What if we just focused on sharing your experience and providing tips uh, for other users of our of our product or service? So so because the issue that 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 can solve is. Uh, it's often uh, it's endorsements that are often you know a corporate issue, but if you just say, "Hey, can you just tell us like provide tell us about your experience and provide some tips for other product users?" That can actually get around that sort of uh, you know endorsements issue. Right. When you're asking your customer to appear, there's really you know two things that I always do and suggest um, is one you know. In the initial ask, make sure that you know you're clear that it's not going to take that long, and th- also that they will have a chance to review it before it is published. So, like typically, you know, wh- when we ask for a customer testimonial, you know, it, we're very casual about it, and it typically only takes thirty minutes with our remote process. So we'll say, hey, you know, something about you know some rapport. And then wanted to ask you, would you be open to appear in a customer testimonial? It would take just 30 minutes and we would let you uh, approve everything before publishing. No big deal either way. Uh, but if you're open to that, I'd really appreciate it. And please let me know. So so in the actual ask, I mean, because the way I think about it is like, you want to kind of pre-address every, you know, at least the first two questions they will have. Uh, and one of the first questions is is likely, okay, well, ha- what's my uh, commitment? You know, do I even have time to do this? Right? Is this are they asking for a day of my time? So, in that in that first ask, if you can just you know let them know and also have a streamlined process so it it is efficient for their time, that can that can go a, a, a long way. Yeah, that's great advice. You know, getting to the right questions are very, very important as well. And I think that's where a lot of interviews, quite frankly, can go very, very wrong because the leading questions are asked in such a way that they seem very, very canned. You have a methodology, um, and we're going to talk about it at the end of the show, and some very, very strong advice surrounding asking the right questions and which questions should be avoided. Absolutely. And yeah, so we've ran, you know, close to 300 B2B customer interviews at this point. So yeah, we've, uh, we definitely have built a framework and we try, we try not to reinvent the wheel every, every time. And uh, some of the things that, that we've learned are, well, first of all, it's, there's uh, best practices for the interview questions. And then there's, of course, the best practices for how the actual story is told in the edit. And then those kind of like uh, differ uh, a, a little bit because in the edit, it's our belief that you have to really hook people in like the first 15 seconds, right? Because it's, that's just that's just what you have to do with attention spans these days. In terms of uh, the actual questions, you know, it, it's really, it really comes down to storytelling fundamentals. 
And, you know, if you think about it, you know, what you need for a, a good story is you need some context. We need to kind of understand the situation. So we obviously start with questions like, please introduce yourself. Who are you? You know, what, what do you do? And then tell us about your company. You know, uh, what is company X? You know, who do you help? And then, you know, any good story has that sort of th that challenge. And in the, in the testimonial, the challenge is typically the pain point they had prior to your product, right? So, right. so then, then we'll ask a question like, you know, before, you know, product X, what was the challenge you had and, and why was that an issue? And, and then we sort of, you know, uh, go on from there to the results, but it, it's absolutely true that kind of principle of, you know, garbage in, garbage out, right? You, right. You can only make as good of a testimonial as, as the, the footage that you start with. So yes, it's critical to, uh, to, you know, ask those great questions that get good answers. And as you said, you know, not have your customer feel like you're trying to put words in their mouth, right? Right. You know, we've, we've talked about uh, a lot of different reasons why videos can help. We've talked about the fundamentals of authenticity, trust, you know, from the customer's point of view. But at the end of the day, what marketers are going to be most interested in, barring that they believe in the process, that they've got the ability to push out customer testimonials and um, that they're going to push something out that's good quality, is this question. How do video testimonials shorten the sales cycle and what impact do they have on revenue? Great question. You know, I think... Yeah, it's it's really you know gets down to the to the core question of you know what is the point of marketing, right? Uh, and and I would argue that you know simply put, point of marketing in B two B is just to make sales easier. You know, it, it, we could all probably agree like that's a pretty concise, you know, short and accurate definition of marketing: make sales easier. And I don't know really, you know, other than you know a really good website that's like well functioning. And, and like a, a high quality brand, I don't know what really else is higher on that list than, you know, having, you know, compelling social proof in the form of video testimonials. Yeah, I get, it's nothing really can happen without, without trust. You know, trust is sort of, you know, what, what greases the wheels and video testimonials ultimately are just a, such a, a, a good way to kind of inject that trust in, in, not just, you know, once or twice, but as you said before, you know, we, you can leverage them throughout the buyer journey. So, so one thing that, that we will do is like we will sort of map out the buyer journey and try to understand, okay, what are our buyers thinking at each of these stages? And, you know, what are the questions they ask? And then can we give them customer videos that answer those questions in a way that's, 10 times more credible than it would be if, if we just answered them ourselves. And we found that just it just accelerates the sales cycle markedly. Now, do you see any difference between the product that you're marketing and the stage in which the video is introduced regarding, you know, is it uh, better used in the awareness stage or consideration, even loyalty, bottom of funnel after acquisition? Uh, where do you see the most success there? Mm, yeah, or does think, or does it matter? Yeah, I think it's a good question. I think it, it depends on the the format of the video, and, and to some extent the length. 
I think, you know, as a rule of thumb, the earlier in the buyer journey, the shorter, you know, the video should be. Uh, so for example, you know, w- with our uh, clients, we, every project, we, we, we never just deliver a one size fits all edit. We always deliver, you know, multiple lengths. So we give them, you know, a, a, a level that's great for, you know, advertising. We give them a level that's great for social or, you know, awareness. And then we give them like a standard level that uh, length that they might use, uh, you know, actually in a one-to-one basis with uh, in a sales conversation. So I wouldn't, I don't know if, if there's any stage that's more important than others, but I will definitely say that, you know, it's important to consider the length and understanding that, you know, further on in, in the journey, customers are absolutely willing to commit more time, thereby making those early you know, awareness stage videos, uh, considerably shorter in the, you know, 15 to 30 second range, more like snackable clips uh, versus maybe a longer two to three minute video once they're much further in the sales cycle. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, format can absolutely tie into what stage of the funnel video is used at. Okay, so you have, uh, you're going to provide our listeners a gift regarding five magical questions that are absolutely imperative to ask someone that you want to feature on a customer testimonial. Tell us more about that. Yeah. So it's um, it's actually the 15 ultimate B2B testimonial interview questions. And it's, you can, anyone can just download it from our site. It's, uh, you know, 15 battle tested questions we've used in over 250 B2B video testimonial interviews. And basically what it is, is it's a list of these questions with merge tags where, you know, you can just take the questions and then you can insert your brand name, you know, with the merge tags and boom, it's ready to go. You know, I I will say it's, it's slightly more tailored for software, but it definitely can be, you know, easily adapted for B2B services as well. That's fantastic. And listeners, you can visit testimonialhero.com. And right on the very top of the website, you just simply put in your email address and uh, Sam is going to go ahead and send those questions out to you. Sam, great insight today. I I really appreciate it. 70% of B2B buyers research their potential purchases through video. So why not produce your video today? Sam Shepler, thank you so much for your appearance on the Integrate and Ignite podcast. Thanks, Lori. It was an absolute pleasure, and I'd love to do it again sometime. This episode is complete, but the inspiration has just begun. Head over to avocetcommunications.com for show notes and more aha moments. Tune in regularly to ignite your integrated business and marketing strategies with Lori Jones and the Integrate and Ignite podcast.